Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian. And with me today, I have fellow worker Nick. Hello, everyone. Today, we've got an interesting topic. We're into role-playing games, and there's been some talk on Twitter. And one thing we've found out is that even if you're working at your dream job, it can become a nightmare. There have been accusations against certain companies over the years. Quite a few of them have had them. I know that this weekend, there was a, a CEO that was taken out of a convention over harassment issues. There have been claims of people being targeted based on race and gender or not being included. What is it people can do? I know there's a hashtag going around about accountability, but how do you get something like accountability from a boss who has all the power? Well, what you do is you you organize. Uh, you you and your coworkers uh, band together and and you stand up to, to your bosses. You got some industries though that's like your dream job and a lot of people are, are freelancers but i know that there are other places where artists are unionized like actors unionize musicians unionize and not everybody that works at a tabletop role-playing company is necessarily someone who's doing the art or the writing some of them do things like answer the telephones they might do the editing and things like that so there's a lot of workers involved in this that that need representation how would someone go about unionizing if they wanted to, to be able to get some kind of power in their workplace, be able to address some of these problems that are coming up? Well, I mean, the, the first thing you'd want to do is, is start talking uh, to your coworkers, because uh, if, if you're having an issue there, they're probably having a similar issue or other issues that you don't, don't know about. And under the uh, National Labor Relations Act, you are allowed to talk about your working conditions to your employers, your pay, you know, what things are, are going on. Uh, and a lot of employers, a lot of the bosses say, oh, you can't do that. And that's not right. That's wrong. That, they're, they're lying to you. You are allowed to talk about your working conditions. Now, I would say, just from someone who's had a few missteps in the past, don't walk into the workplace, start screaming union, telling everybody you want to unionize. You want to kind of keep those words out of your mouth at work if this is something that you're thinking about doing. You want to talk to people kind of discreetly a lot of times outside of the workplace as well. Now, there are organizations that can help you and there are things like organizer trainings. I know the IWW offers organizer trainings that, that as methods that have been used for years to help organize workplaces. And it's probably good to learn a bit about that a bit about that if you're going to go into something like this for those of you who who aren't cool with the lingo the the iww is the industrial workers of the world uh, we're also known as wobblies and the wobblies and wizards <laughs> um and yes they're they're the iww does offer trainings on on how to to organize your workplace but as i kind of mentioned the first thing you do is is just start talking to each other and as Logar said, though, you don't want to run up in there and say the word union. And technically, under the, the National Labor Relations Act, you don't have to formally form a union. There are things that are protected under the law that you can do. Like you and all your coworkers can go up to your boss and demand better pay, better benefits, better working conditions without officially forming a union. Yeah, so you don't have to go through the hassle of trying to get a vote and people getting fired and all that. Now, people getting fired is obviously already happening, and there's all kinds of things when you're dealing with bosses that's not necessarily fair. And that's one of the reasons why folks should probably start talking about how they can change some of that power and create a power. You know, there's a big power difference, and we want to change that. Yeah, there definitely is. And I mean, 
the bosses will will do whatever they want to 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 stay in in power. I mean, they they control the means of production. You know, they suppress wages. I mean, even even if it's it's the greatest place on on earth, and you you love your job, and it's it's the dream job, you're still being exploited. And I understand, you know, a lot of people want to push back, like, oh, these are small companies, you know, they can't pay their workers a lot, they're barely scraping by. But it's it's all the same, no matter where you go. You know, the bosses hold the power, not not the employees. A lot of the people who work in the industry aren't necessarily directly employed. There are a lot of freelance workers. And organizing workers who aren't employed is possible or necessarily employed. It is possible. Like I said before, people like just going back to the artist stuff. People like actors and musicians have unions that they're involved in. And they're not always working for the same person from 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 gig to gig, essentially. So it's not impossible. Now I'm not I'm not about to go into depths on specifics of how to organize in that. So you said, well, I don't know if I would be qualified the one to talk about that. But there are unions out there, and an organization like the Industrial Workers of the World can help you kind of figure that out and maneuver what it is you'd have to do if you're not directly employed by somebody. Now, I know I'm involved with an organization who works with contract workers specifically in organizing to help contract workers. A lot of time, contract workers in certain fields get stiffed out of money and stuff like that, too. And I'm sure that's not unheard of when it comes to a lot of gigs out there, when it comes to artists. I know I worked as a designer and illustrator for a long time, and there were definitely times I was getting stiffed out of pay for work that I had done. And that's difficult when you do your do your work and you're not getting paid um yeah even even under the iww uh a couple years ago we started the freelance journalists union which are freelance journalists you know they don't work in the same cities they definitely don't work for the same employers yet they were able to to unionize and get higher wages and better benefits for the stories that they write you know so if if it can be done with journalists it can also be done with artists and writers you know Kind of, and as Logar said, actors and and even customer service people working at these companies. Everybody, every worker needs representation. When you're in a workplace, you don't have like dealing with our government. We have a constitution that protects us against against the government. We don't have anything like that in the workplace. There's not really anything unless you can get some kind of contract with your employer in the United States, and that contract usually comes by a union. No, I'm not saying in organizing, you definitely have to be organizing to get that contract. There's a lot of different types of organizing when you're working with a union. I prefer something called uh, what they would call a solidarity union versus like a business union. Uh, Solidarity unions where the workers themselves are working together to advocate for themselves as opposed to some kind of larger entity coming in and kind of taking the reins. Would you say that's an accurate sort of assessment or statement there fellow worker nick i would um you know and contracts are are a tool that can be used by the workers to for better benefits better for better pay holidays but it's also a tool that can be used by you know the bosses as well because it's a contract where the iww are our core principles are like logar said you know staying together in solidarity but also we believe that direct action gets the good if you walk up to your boss with a letter to making a demand, that's a lot more of a powerful statement than saying, ah, you violated, you know, section three of our contract. 
And then the boss will say, well, you got to file a grievance. You got to go through arbitration, blah, blah, blah. It's a long process going through the legal route. But when you go up to your boss, say, if you don't meet these demands in 48 hours, we're walking off the job. That's a powerful statement. And to do something like that, you kind of have have your fellow workers involved with you, working together, kind of knowing where each other stands and what each other needs. Because you you may have different grievances than somebody else you're working with. One thing I've found in organizing is that a lot of different people have a lot of different complaints that aren't always the same thing. And knowing what it is and being able to have each other's backs and know that they have your back is helpful in trying to resolve those situations and create better working conditions for us. As let's be honest, most of us, if you're working for one of these companies, you're probably not the richest person on earth. Most of us probably aren't. We're pretty much working class full. Yeah, and it, and it really does work. There was a, a, an organizing campaign going on uh, in the branch that I'm part of, and it was over something that most people would seem silly, but the boss kept on pushing the, the uh, temperature up. These workers worked at a restaurant. It would get super hot in there. They would one at a time go complain to the boss that like, can you adjust the air conditioning? And the boss would always say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they finally all began talking about it. And they found out that each one of them individually had complained to the boss. But when they all went to the boss together and said, listen, we've all talked to you about this. Fix the darn air conditioning and make it cooler in here for us. He finally said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he took care of it. And it was never an issue again. Yeah, and I know that like some of the times the things that you're wanting to organize over aren't exactly what you're hearing people who say, oh, that you should organize over this. Like it's got to be about the pay. It's got to be maybe it isn't about those things. Like well, some of the one of the biggest organizing campaigns I was involved with around here was over parking. It was over employee parking. They had to park so far away from work every morning. It was like over a mile, two miles walk for some people. That was not feasible for them. And they wanted something done about the parking. So, I mean, I don't know what the grievances are that certain people are dealing with. From what I'm hearing on the internet, there's definitely some issues involving race, um, gender, and things like that at certain companies, harassment. And these are things that we can work together as workers. We can have each other's back and stand up for each other. And again, your grievances may not be your fellow workers of grievances, but you can have each other's back for that backs for those things. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's all over the place. I mean, Activision Blizzard has, has been in the news lately with, with what they've been doing. And for a lot of people in the game industry, working for, for Blizzard was their dream job. It's something that they've always wanted to do. And then when they got to start working there, the sexual harassment started the partying started, the frat boy mentality started, and their dream job, like Logar said at the beginning, turned into a nightmare. And what are they doing now? They've teamed up with uh, Commercial Workers of America, and they're trying to organize now. Really, I think we're coming up to, to close on, on our time here, this episode. But really, what I'm saying is it's time to organize. Workers of the world unite, and whatever industry, even if it is your dream job, and I know that there's been a lot of stuff said online and on Twitter and stuff lately, and people have said accountability, but how do we get accountability? It's by joining together with your fellow workers to demand accountability from the boss and being able to have some power in the situation. 100%. Remember, an injury to one is an injury to all. Ah, amen. <laughs> That's about all we have time for today. Check out our website, wobbliesandwizards.com. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. Go ahead, like, share, and if you're going to share this, 
specific episode on social media or something and you're working for a company, you might not want to just post it where the boss can see. You might want to DM it to somebody and, and, and that you trust and that you have a better relationship for. You don't want the boss to think you're the rebel rouser and, and, and target you for the next one to get fired. <laughs> That's about all we have time for today. Keep those dice rolling.